Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. We are 15th of November today, and it's, uh, I can't believe the, how quickly this year has gone in. Um, the past, really, week has been quite exciting from a planning perspective for next year. So a lot of the federations, if you, if you listen to this um, and you're from the UK, you'll know that a lot of the federations have announced their um, show dates for next year, well at least some have, and some we are kind of expecting this weekend or maybe perhaps within the next seven days. Usually when one or two post theirs, it kind of then um, kicks off the the next Fed to post theirs, the next Fed to post that. And it's kind of roughly this time of year when I of course plan my current clients' um, shows for next year. And I'll, at the same time, pick up a lot of clients for 2024. And we also have a discussion about the federations that they want to do or um, have they looked into any. And of course, I'm recommending certain federations to my current clientele. And a lot of them are first timers. As you all know, I specialize in athletes in their first to third season. So part of my job is kind of knowing what federations I would think my client is best suited to, what federations I feel are um, good for their first show, etc, etc. So this is kind of what spurred on today's episode, the fact that I have been planning um, everyone's shows for next year all the way up until one, the ones that are competing at the tail end of the season, but really locking in everyone's in that initial sort of start to middle portion of the season. Um, we've still got, so to, 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 to give you a rundown, uh, we had UKUP, PCA, NABA, IBFA all post, all post their, their shows um, for next year. We're still awaiting the likes of Two Bros, NFM UK, GPO, FitX, um, and and a few others. Uh, but you actually had a lot of some of the Natty ones released quite a while ago. But getting into it, I think if you're sitting there thinking, right, tell me the best federation to do Vaughn as a first timer, I'm going to quote a phrase that Josh Marley, IFBB Pro, said, which is to compete with the federation you have the most fun with. However, you have never competed before, right? Or if you have, you're maybe listening to this and looking for ideas for your second season or whatever. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to go along to some of the shows. You know, if you're if you haven't been already, um, which I would hope you have done if you are thinking about competing, is go to different federation shows, see how they're run see how the the athletes look on stage, see what you think of the judging, the crowd, the atmosphere, the vibe, and that'll give you a rough idea of where to start. However, there's plenty of people out there that maybe haven't been to shows that um, are wanting to think about that. And um, as I says, I would always encourage you to go to them first um, because that way you'll get a rough idea of how shows run, what it's all about, you know, you don't know what to expect, etc, etc. But I think the, the number one question you kind of should be asking yourself when it comes to competing is, are you natural or are you assisted? That can, and, and do you want to, if you're natural, do you want to stay natural? Um, that can often really 
I'm not going to say limit your choice, but it gives you a few federations that you are probably going to stick to. Now, of course, as a natural, you can compete in untested feds. However, you go into them knowing that it's not a level playing field. And of course, depending upon the classes, can of course depend on the result. I've had plenty natural bikini girls compete in untested feds and win, do incredibly well. However, if you're like a natural bodybuilder and you go into an, an untested fed, you're just going to get outsized. It's as simple as that. Um, it's just not a level playing field and those guys on gear, they're just going to be bigger, more conditioned, harder, drier, fuller, etc. etc. And that's just the way it is. So sometimes it can depend on the class you're doing. You know, obviously if you're a guy or a girl, um, your length of training. However, there's some natural people out there that I've trained for a while, uh, take Andrew Chappelle, and uh, he is natural and competed in NABA uh, Brits, and I think he came third, or third in the universe, or whatever it was. Um, so it just shows you that you can do well. However, if you're a first-timer, um, let's say you look at the likes of WNBF, um, are probably the only ones that have a dedicated first-timer show, for natural individuals. Now, if you're thinking of staying in the natural realm realms uh, shows, sorry, then you've got other options such as UKDFBA, BNBF, uh, which do not do bikini or men's physique. You've got ICN UK. However, they didn't put a show on this year because they cancelled it because I was supposed to have a client in it. Uh, and MPA. Now, if you're uh, looking to get advice on this, just. Uh, be sure to pause it and take notes, write it down, because I'm probably going to rattle through uh, a few different um, feds for, for both natural and assisted. Kind of ones that says that I would, um, I'm going to say recommend um, doing clients that I have doing their shows each year. Um, so it's worthwhile if, if you're thinking about it, pause this, rewind it, write them down. But of course, if any questions come out with... Uh, out with this podcast just drop me a dm on instagram they're always open particularly if you have questions about competing next year um so that's where i'd start if you're natural uh, and you're a first timer i would probably go into the wmbf first timer show i had a client competing at this year and it was massive like each class had i want to say at least roughly 15 people in it not every class but a lot of them which sometimes it isn't great for your first time and I think that's where people get put off PCA first timer shows is that the amount of people that do them is substantially more than your uh, other say normal or not non-first timer regionals so what you can do is before I kind of go into the untested ones is Sometimes, particularly if you're quite ne like a nervous individual and you're really worried and really anxious and whatnot, I sometimes say just pick like a local show, doesn't matter the federation, pick a local one that's close to you, that you don't have to travel much to, It's you know maybe it's in your home city or whatever it is, um, and just jump in the open class. Doesn't need to be a first-timers class, just jump in the open class, um, that way... If there is other shows like around it you want to jump in, then that's cool. Or a show that comes up before it, you want to just jump in that, then you know it's not taken away from you doing that show. Because if you choose to do a say a WMBF first timers or a PCA first timers, the criteria states it needs to be your first time on stage. But I got a lot of clients competing in let's say the um, 
the first Scottish show of the season, Granite City, which is IBFA. Now, they do have a first-timers category for that show, but the IBFA just as a whole, as a, as a federation, doesn't have one. But for that show, um, that local show, they've actually put one on, which is which is cool, which is great. Um, but I've got, I think, in total for that show, I've got eight or nine athletes, but three of them, it's their first time doing it. And they're just jumping in the open class, whether it's figure or master's bikini. Um, so I'd always say that's a really good one to do close to home, family can come um, and there's less kind of pressure as well as let's say if you are in Scotland and then you say do the PC first timers which is down like in Hull or down south somewhere, you know it's take a while to drive or get the train or whatever so that's kind of one option that I would say. Now that that's where you'd start however if you think well okay Vaughn there's no local shows to me um, for you know the time frame that I'm competing or when I want to compete, the month I want to compete. So let's have a think about some of the untested feds. Now, if we start with uh, two bros, which is uh, the route to go down if you want to be doing IFBB, they do have a first-timers category. Uh, they've also got a novice one, they've got a beginner's one. Um, for each class, you know, um, whether that be bikini, figure, bodybuilding, men's physique, classic physique, etc, etc. However, the first time this category states that it's your first NPC show. NPC, IFBB, same thing, right? So what that means is if it is your genuinely first time stepping on stage, um, you know, you've signed up for that category. However, the girls that show up may have done uh, some PCAs, PCA shows before. They maybe have done NFM UK. You could be it might be maybe their third season competing, but their first ever time doing uh, a two bro show. So they're jumping in that same category as you. So that's where again the 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 level playing field maybe isn't quite the same if it's your genuinely first time. Um, so something to watch with uh, the the two bro shows. Um, they do have like a beginner's category, which is if you're in your sort of first to, to third show of, again, again, NPC shows, regardless of like if you've done other federations that are with that, then they have a novice one, which is just if you've never won an overall. So someone could have done 10 shows and they're jumping in that. Because um, what you see is you see like some guys and girls just sign up for them all and their open class. When you just like be aware of the criteria um, that covers that. Then of course you've got PCA, which have a specific first-timer show where every single category and person in that show is their first time stepping on stage. If you um, have competed before and you choose to do it and they find out, they will out you on social media, which I think is fucking brilliant um, because, you know, you should be going up there as your absolute first time. They have six, like, six first-timer shows across the year. Pick one and do that. Uh, they also have, PCA also have a first-timers bodybuilding category in all their open shows, all their just regionals. So let's say it was like uh, PCA Northeast, which is kind of like usually Newcastle way. Um, it's not a first-timer show, but there'll be like a, a first-timers bodybuilding category in there. And that's the only first-timers bodybuilding ca like first category they've got in that open regional. So again, it kind of depends on, I suppose, what category you're doing. If you are a bodybuilder and you can't do a PCA first-timer show, but there's a show close by to you, it's a PCA, and you know they've got a first-timer's bodybuilding category, boom, you can jump in. And then out with that, the, I guess one of the only other ones uh, that has that I'd recommend that has a first-timer's category is GPO. 
not to be confused with GBO. So GPO uh, have a specific first-timers category uh, for each class, most classes, and uh, they also have like a novice class too before they're open. I had uh, Christina won her first-timers uh, category in that back in, I think it was September, start of September time uh, when I went down to Newcastle, actually stayed at my, my client Neil's house. Um, and with that, you have some other federations that have first-timers categories as well. So FitEx have a first-timers bikini category, specifically bikini. So if you're like a first-time figure girl, then they don't have a first-timers category for you. Um, GPO would. Um, out other, other federations that you could perhaps consider that don't have first-timers categories but that have beginners categories are the likes of UKUP or NFM UK. Now, what does a beginner's category mean so they usually stipulate that a beginner's a beginner is someone in their first competitive season they don't stipulate that it's your first time on stage what they just say as long as it's your first year competing so let's say you you do three shows beforehand and they're in 2023 and then you're going to finish with a UKUP show you'll be able to do the beginners category however it depends what class you are if you're men's physique, if you're bikini, wellness, then uh, then they have that for you. If you're bodybuilding and you're, you're classic, not so much. So again, this is where it, it needs, it's, it's dependent upon the class you're doing, which federation you'll choose, which route you decide to go down. And NFM UK, which is linked with GBO, are the same. They have beginners, category which stipulates your first year they also have like a novice category as well the other ones that I've got clients doing such as uh, IBFA um, and NABA largely for the most part don't have any first timers categories it's uh, just open classes and this is where sometimes you've got to just be wise to um, your options you know I just rattled through understandably quite a lot of federations there um, and I hope that you've taken pen to paper and written them all down uh, about what you can or perhaps can't do so if you're you're sitting there thinking but Vaughn actually look I'm a natural like you've only mentioned WNBF yeah WNBF at the natural ones are the only ones that have a, a um, first timer show the ICN UK did have a first timers category however they cancelled their show this year UK FBA as far as I'm aware have novice championships next year i think that's their equivalent to try and compete with wmbf but they don't have a first timer uh, bmbf as it says no bikini no men's physique so uh, again if you are either one of those classes you won't be able to do that but what i would say is like for me it's always how much money are you wanting to spend on shows on just bodybuilding in general that will dictate your choices of the shows that you do. I personally feel, although I've labelled this podcast the best federations for first-timers, um, it's mostly just to give you a rough idea of, if you're competing in the UK, of course, of what you can do, the shows, the show choices that you have, and then what I'll go into here is just a little bit of a recommendation of what I'd suggest, maybe for a couple of different classes. Now, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, 
your two bros show perhaps would be out. And the reason being is, you know, nothing against two bros, it's just that it's, it could be quite costly. It's roughly about £125 just to enter one class. Now, they obviously have the option that you can do multiple classes. So if you wanted to do two classes, that's £250 just to, um, just to enter the show. You've then got your NPC registration number um, that you'll need to pay on top of that, or your fee, sorry. Then, of course, you've got the tanning, the travel, uh, the makeup, the hair, if you're a female. Um, and largely, the the Turbo shows are down in Maidenhead in London. So if you're up in Scotland or the, the north of England, you've got some travel to go to that. Um, so I'd say that would maybe perhaps be uh, a last last choice, you could say. But perhaps if it's something you wanted to experience because it's seen as, you know, with PCA, the most prestigious one, maybe that's third in your uh, run of shows. And rather, be the, rather than it be your absolute first one, you know, maybe that's at the end. PCA first-timer shows, I think, are incredibly successful. And I think the standard is incredibly high. The only thing that puts me off about putting my athletes in PCA first-timer shows is that the ones I had in this year... It was just so busy and there was about, you know, sometimes 15, 15 girls in each bikini class, which you'll see that at some tubo shows as well. So I suppose it's not um, not a bad thing. But I personally favour, um, particularly for my clients' first shows, putting them in federations that are, I know won't have quite as many people in them. And the reason for that is, number one, I feel that they get more of a look. Um, but number two, I feel it's not quite as daunting um, as it is with as many people. And I feel like they get more stage time. They get looked at more. Do they get looked after more? I mean, you could argue that, yeah. But I just feel like if there's five of you on stage versus 15, I just think your experience is going to be a bit better. Um, of course, there's... Uh, an increased chance of placing with less people, right? However, um, our athletes are going into the show at 100% anyway, so it doesn't matter which federation they do. So this is why I tend to favour going for a, going for a federation that maybe perhaps doesn't have um, a first-timer show, but that perhaps has a first-timer's category or that has a beginner's category uh, because they will mostly have that for each class. So I'm talking about UKUP, NFM UK, GPO, uh, they all have across the the classes beginners categories, GPO with some first timers categories in there as well. Um, so that's kind of roughly where I look to, to start or, or get in in the first couple of shows for my athletes is those feds. But then again, uh, I think you know IBFA and NABA are some good federations to, to get in as well, particularly because those shows, you know there's not going to be, say, 15 people are on stage or whatever. They tend to be quite local to, to your athletes if you if you find the right one. So it's always a great place to start with those, particularly if you are, um, let's say, bikini, men's physique, even bodybuilding, um, toned figure, or figure in general, because let's say you are a figure girl that's saying, right, I, I want to co- compete for the the first, you know, my first time, and I want to pick a first timer show. Well, your options really then are, are PCA, um, 
or really GPO and they might just not fit with with you. So that's where I would suggest um, just pick a local one uh, and then and then go go for that. I think a run of shows for you to do would be best. Now, you may have uh, some goals and aspirations to one day perhaps be a, a pro, an IFBB pro, you know, the most prestigious pro card in, in the world, you could, you could argue. And I think it's about being realistic. Unless you are, very, unless it's very rare, unless you're just genetically unbelievable, I, I don't think you're going to win that in your first year of competing. Hell, it takes some people you know, five, six, seven years, multiple shows to grab that. So please don't be going at your first season thinking I want to turn pro in IFBB. Of course, different federations have their own version of a pro card, like PCA have a pro card, UKP have a pro card. Uh, you can earn a GBO pro card from competing with NFM UK. You've got WNBF pro cards, and then there's a route to go turn a pro card with UKFB as well but just be realistic and think right if you are competing in your first year and you just know like right the uh, I'm competing in September and uh, you know my goal overall is to do the, the MPC the IFBB route well you know or let's say it's uh, a PCA uh, sorry a PCA show and a PCA pro is what you want um, well, you know that the qualifiers in September are the hardest ones and the busiest ones and the standard is the absolute highest. So would you choose PCA as your first show, even if it was a local one? Probably not. You'd probably pick one that you know would be uh, a smaller federation. And then maybe you have PCA there as your third show, right? as your effectively main one, last one, you could say, to just see how you get on in your first season. Then of course you then take the feedback on board from your player coach, um, and then come back in your second season or third season with that ultimate goal of right okay PCA pro. I think one thing uh, I perhaps should have mentioned at the start of the podcast as well is what if you're a bikini girl specifically, what posing suits you better, right? What is the criteria? What's allowed? So in two bros, you know it's two poses front legs got to be straight in PCA they now allow for both the front leg being straight or the back leg being straight whereas before they didn't NFM UK stipulate the front leg must be bent uh, FITEX stipulate the front leg must be bent you got a little bit of leeway with IBFA and NABA uh, WMBF front legs got to be bent UK FBA front legs got to be bent so again that's something uh, that you have to consider you know do you look good uh, with the front leg bent or the front leg straight I've got many girls that just that the IFBB style the front leg straight just suits them to a T and then when they go front leg bent I look at their physique and I'm just like it's just not as good it's just not as strong so that's huge and the only way you'll you'll kind of know what Fed allows what is going to the shows seeing them of course speaking to opposing coaches speaking to your coach um and the only way I kind of knew that PCA were allowing it was it was early on um, this year I reached out and credit to PCA for getting back uh, I reached out and asked them I said hey I uh, just wondered are you guys allowing that front leg to be bent now because I've seen a lot of winners this was at the end of 20, 
20. As I've seen a lot of winners that are kind of uh, like, you know, stage shots with that for the event. And they said, yeah, both are accepted, both are allowed. I think that's brilliant. I think that gives you so many different like options on, okay, well, that first side, my first quarter turn looked better with my front leg straight. Then when I come around, I actually look better with that. You know, come around to the other side, when I bend my front leg, I look better. So it gives you options and variations that you can play about with. But same thing, likes of UKUP, there's leeway, uh, GPO, quite strict, got to be IFBB. Um, so again, on top of everything I've said, uh, and maybe I said should have said this earlier on, um, I do think you have to take consideration, particularly if you're a bikini girl, on number one, uh, think about the 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 criteria, like so that is it a first timer show, is it a first timer's category, a beginner's category, or is it an open regional, is it local? Think about the money you got to spend, but also think about the the posing as well. Um, for the most part, you know, when it, when we go back to the, lo- the 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 cost thing, I think that when you look across the board, they're very similar in regards to the entry fee, the the UKUP, the NFMUK, the GPO, the FITEX, IBFA, and ABBA. The entry fees to the shows, they're all kind of roughly around the 30, 40 pound marker or for each category or whatever it is. Um, Tannin's going to be quite similar. Makeup and hair, I really can't give you my, my best recommendation on what that would be, but again, quite similar. We actually have for that first, uh, for our, really for a first run of Scottish shows, one of the clients um, from down south, Jemima, is her name, she's probably listening, shout out to you Jemima. Um, she's doing uh, some of the hair and makeup for our girls in those first Scottish shows. So if you are uh, a Scottish competitor and you're um, a female and you're looking for someone to do your hair and your makeup, uh, drop her a DM on Instagram if you need her uh, details. Just uh, drop me a DM, I'll put you in contact. But um, shout out to her, she she lives down south and she's travelling up. Um, she's a competitor herself, she's passionate about the sport, but um, she's great at what she does, so... Little plug for, uh, for for anyone out there looking to, to do those shows. Of course, if you're a guy, well, look, maybe if you are a guy, you want <laughs> you want your hair and makeup done. Um, you know, I'm sure I, I'm sure Ali Ali would jump on that. But no, it's funny. Um, totally off tangent. I tend to almost every week sit down um, and say to my wife, I go, "You got any podcast ideas for this week?" And she goes, "Nah." And I'll ask the group chat, who's obviously Ali and Clara in it. I say, you got any podcast ideas for this week? And usually they're like, nah, I'm not sure, because I've done so many. I always come up with something, but Ali last week said, do an episode on why I'm so much better looking than you, referring to him <laughs> being better looking than me. Um, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure I can do a full episode on that. But um, I said, I don't know how, how it would be received and how many people would listen to it. But um, yeah, apologies, going off tangent, but... As uh, as you've seen, I've managed to to come up with with an episode one I feel that'll be quite valuable for just new coaches in the game, um, new athletes that are in the game. Of course, you maybe are listening to this, and you're maybe from Australia or you're maybe from America or whatever. Maybe it gives you a little bit of an insight to the bodybuilding scene here in the UK. And I think if you are from like the states or whatnot, your shows and whatnot are just going to be so different. To, to mine. I didn't even mention some like other federations in today's podcast such as your Pure Elites, your uh, WBFs and whatnot just because they are, they tend to be more model feds but I know that the likes of WBF in America and Australia is like 
huge, like monumentally huge. But I feel for, for first-timers, it's probably not the route that I would go down personally. But um, listen, guys, I hope that that helps. Um, if you are competing in 2023 and you're looking for a little bit of advice, please do reach out on my Instagram. If you are thinking about competing, whether that be 2023 or 2024, and you know, you're just not sure, you've got the buzz, but you think you need a coach or whatever, I'm taking on uh, new clients, whether that be for next year or a lot of the conversations I'm having with people now is kind of starting in January. Uh, we'd love for you to reach out and join the team. As I said, it's mostly I'm specialising in athletes in their first to third season. However, we've got some athletes going into our fourth season together next year and that will be incredibly exciting uh, because a lot of people are starting prep, as I says, this week or maybe, maybe next week, which uh, is exciting, man, and I can't fucking wait for shows next year. But that's it for me, guys. Whatever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.